Hi guys, thanks for tuning in to my podcast, Learning with Therina. This year in May, we had some interesting news. May 17th, which is my birthday, Darwin's Arch in the Galapagos Islands in the Pacific Ocean, it collapsed due to natural erosion. On May 26th, the Galapagos National Park actually confirmed that a female tortoise found two years ago is actually the Fernandina Island Galapagos tortoise. This particular tortoise was actually thought to be extinct for more than a century. Genetic testing at Yale University did confirm that it was the Fernandina Island Galapagos tortoise, and now they're looking for more. So our topic today is going to be about the Galapagos Islands. You are listening to Learning with Therina. The word Galapagos is the word tortoise in Spanish, and we all know why. There's tons of tortoises, tons of different kinds of animals. We all know about Darwin, and we'll talk about him in a different episode, but today it's just about the Galapagos. The Galapagos Islands are part of Ecuador. They're about 550 miles away from the coast in the Pacific Ocean. They're located right on the equator, and so the weather is amazing. If you look at the weather, it's constantly 72 to 80 degrees Fahrenheit. And when I say constantly, I mean that's the daily average year around. So it's a great place for a vacation, especially since here in Nebraska, we had minus 30 earlier this year and we were up to the hundreds last week. It's a great place to just go and explore all these crazy animals that you don't see anywhere else. And the reason for these animals is because of extreme isolation, the unique temperature and volcanic activity that the Galapagos Islands have. The Galapagos Islands is an archipelago of volcanoes, and it's actually quite a new series of islands compared to many other landmasses in the world. You still have active volcanoes and flowing lava. The Galapagos Islands are made of 19 fair-sized islands and then a whole bunch of rocks. Only a few of the islands are inhabited and there's about 20 to 30,000 people who currently live there. So let's kind of get into a little bit of the history of the Galapagos Islands. The Europeans discovered this island actually by accident in 1535 and it was discovered by Fray Tomás de Berlanga. The islands themselves actually didn't make it onto maps until 1570. In 1832, it was annexed by Ecuador. That's where Galapagos Islands gets its double names. There's sort of this English name and a Spanish name that usually goes with each island. There was a short time in history where Ecuador needed some cash and they were trying to sell it off to different countries. In the 1920s and the 1930s, you had a whole bunch of European settlers coming in and they were given all sorts of promises by the Ecuadorian government. In 1930, protective legislation was introduced to help the species thrive 
in the Galapagos Islands. And this was almost a hundred years after Charles Darwin. Back then, they didn't know the effects of non-native species coming onto these islands, and a lot of them turned out to be invasive. And we've seen this time and time again, where we would have to basically eradicate all of the non-native species because they were harmful to the environment. And this is exactly what happened in the Galapagos Islands. Wild goats, dogs, rats, they killed off certain species that had no natural predators before they came. In 1942, after Pearl Harbor, the U.S. built a military facility on the island of Baltra, and they nicknamed this facility the Rock. It closed in 1946, after the war ended, and it was given to Ecuador. Now, the largest island on the Galapagos Islands is Isabella Island, and it's named after Queen Isabella of Castile. And the third largest island is actually Fernandina, from the Fernandina Galapagos Island tortoise that we talked about in the beginning, King Ferdinand of Aragon. King Ferdinand and Queen Isabella are the ones who funded Christopher Columbus's journey to America. They were also the parents of Catherine of Aragon, the first wife of Henry VIII of England. Now, the second largest island is Santa Cruz, and Santa Cruz is the island that's home to Puerto Ayora. It has 12,000 people. It is the home of the Charles Darwin Research Station and the Galapagos National Park. The next island is Santiago Island, or it's called San Salvador Island, and San Salvador is named after San Salvador which is the island that Christopher Columbus landed on in the Americas. And then our last island we're going to learn about is San Cristobal. And this island is named after St. Christopher. And this is not Christopher Columbus, St. Christopher. This is St. Christopher, the patron saint of seafarers, centuries before Christopher Columbus. We're going to wrap up today's lesson with some fun facts about the Galapagos Islands. One fun fact is that they have no natural fear of humans, which is really cool if you want to go there and visit and explore the wildlife. You can get really up close and personal with them. Not too up close. There's a rule about it, but you can get pretty close to wild animals, which is really cool, especially since they have hundreds of unique species that you can find nowhere else in the world. 97% of the Galapagos Islands are protected, and so there's only 3% of the entire landmass where people can live. The islands sit on three tectonic plates, the Pacific, Cocos, and Nazca. Because of this, you have a lot of volcanic activity, and because of this volcanic activity, it can create new islands and sometimes the islands sink into the ocean. So the actual number of islands in the Galapagos Islands can fluctuate. The Galapagos Islands are home to some of my favorite birds, and I love all kinds of birds, but the boobies. They are fantastic looking birds. There are boobies with blue feet and boobies with red feet. So if you don't know what they look like, check them out. Do a Google image search because they are awesome. And despite the warm weather, they also have penguins. 
and last but not least, marine iguanas. Usually, you think of iguanas as these lizards climbing in trees and eating fruits or vegetables, but these iguanas have actually learned to swim in the ocean and they eat green algae. Well, that concludes today's episode of Learning with Therina. We just learned about the Galapagos Islands, and if you have any time, look up some pictures because it's a really beautiful place. Thanks for listening.